Hello and welcome to the Scaramanga podcast. Uh, in this podcast, um, it, this is Claire Scaramanga and I'm talking to Kieran McNeil, also from Scaramanga Agency, um, about the growth in uh, AI, artificial intelligence. Uh, Kieran's given a number of presentations recently to, to business groups about AI. So we thought we'd sit down together and uh, and go through some of the key things that he's been talking about. So welcome, Kieran. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So first off, what do you think has driven the surge in interest in AI over the last year? Yeah, I mean, AI has been around for a very long time. But in the last year, towards late last year, that's when ChatGBT really did come out. And since then, I think the industry has just boomed to whole new levels. Um, in all these talks I've done recently, one of the main things I highlight is um, if you go on Google Trends and you type in AI tools, you will see a massive surge um, of increase in October, November last year, which is roughly the same time period where ChatGPT came out. So I'd say ChatGPT was the sole contributor to it booming as it is now. Yeah. Okay. And um, in terms of, I mean, ChatGPT isn't the only um, AI tool out there. So what other sort of applications can business use and, and how would they help? Yeah, I mean, ChatGPT is just an AI chatbot. Um, there's plenty of them on the scene. We've had them for a long time, but there are other ones as well. Um, Midjourney is a really popular one when it comes to graphic design and Dali 2. When it comes to writing assistance, Grammarly Go is one of the more recent ones out. I mean, Grammarly's been around for a long time, but they've made a more AI-focused one in Grammarly Go. Uh, there's also coding tools and meeting tools. So businesses can really, there's a variety of different tools that businesses can really implement their strategies uh, for their day-to-day operations. And in fact, we're using one of them to do this podcast. We're using Otter yep. AI to record the podcast and do a transcript. So yeah, one of the meeting tools. Yeah. Possible. Okay. Um, in, and so looking at uh, ChatGPT in particular, what do you think that offers? ChatGPT, while it's a chatbot, it offers a lot more. You know, for example, if you if you ask it a question. Or if you ask it anything, it will give you a response that's based on the... So the way it works is the algorithms that the um, the tools are built on are, co- are coded in a way that when you... The prompt is the message you're sending them. And they are designed to respond to the prompt you've given them. So if I was to ask ChatGPT, for example, um, how are some ways I can improve my business operations the response it will give me would be tailored towards that exact prompt I gave it. Um, so businesses can use it. So even just ChatGPT, it can be used as a, an assistant, like a virtual assistant. It can be used as, um, like, it's, it's really good for small business owners where they don't have many employees. It's only them. And sometimes they would like someone else to help them out. They can use a tool like ChatGPT as that extra employee to really help their business operations. Um, you mentioned prompts. How do they work and, and why is it important to get it right? Yeah, so in the so the the actual AI tools themselves are just normal tools. They are they're not smart. They don't do anything. They're quite useless unless you feed them the information to try and get the response you want. So um, if I was to just type in. So when I go into ChatGPT, it says, what do I want to say to the bots? The message I put in that little chatbot is the prompt I'm giving it. I'm telling it, well, I want to know the, your response to this exact text box. So, and, you know, if you, so let's say I ask ChatGPT, um, give me some information about Croydon. That's where Scaramanga is based. It will probably give me three, four paragraphs about Croydon, which is great, but I, I probably won't be reading three, four paragraphs of information. But then you can always respond back to the, um, the responses you were given with another prompt. So I could say, shorten this 
and then it will shorten the thing, same thing again. So that's kind of why you need to get it right with your prompts because, I mean, if you don't get it right, you won't get an accurate response back. Yeah, got to ask the right questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned about um, all of these AI models. I mean, my understanding is that they are uh, they're trained. So the models are created, the software is created, and then they're trained on information, whatever that might be. So uh, ChatGPT, uh, I think initially when it first came out, it was trained based on what was on the Internet up to September 21, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've updated that now, yeah. haven't they, with the uh, free version. Yes. And I, we believe that the paid for version of ChatGPT, uh, which is ChatGPT4, is um, is using live data from the Internet. And I think BARD is also using live data. Yeah, the free version is uh, ChatGPT 3.5 and the, not, the cutoff date for that is September 22. people have sometimes asked us about and we've, when we've done these talks have been concerns around plagiarism and copyright what's been your experience on on particularly chat gpt yeah. and plagiarism it's quite interesting because you know we've been doing these talks and presentations the year pretty much starting from the year um and one of the slides we want you know i made sure to really focus on was showcasing the plagiarism side of chat gpt so um there was one month I was writing an article for Scaramanga about social media. It was a really good article, by the way. Check it out. Um, and after I written the article and published it, I thought to myself, hang on a second. I want to see if ChatGPT, like, let me compare my article to something that maybe AI can do. So I asked ChatGPT, write me an article on social media. And, I mean, it wrote a six, seven paragraph article in 15, 20 seconds. Like, really, really fast. It looked good. Like, I was reading the content. I was like, yep, this is correct. It looks good to me. I so I actually put it into a plagiarism checker to see how you know how much of the content would be flagged as plagiarized, and twenty six percent of that content was flagged as plagiarized. Which I mean, you know, when it comes to Google SEO and um, algorithms, if you have if if a page on your uh, website is twenty five percent plagiarized, you're probably going to get penalized for it. However, uh, we actually so I did the same test. Uh, two weeks ago for one of the most recent talks I've done. And I did the exact same prompt. The content it gave me was a bit different. I put it into the exact same plagiarism checker and the checker came back only 15% plagiarized. So within the start from, so from the start of the year to the end of the year, the con in theory, the article that I, uh, the social media article, they found a way to make it 10% less plagiarized, which I mean, that's quite a scary thought when it comes to um, plagiarism checkers out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, I heard that recently that uh, chat GPT can now pass the Turing test, mm. which is obviously something uh, based on Alan Turing, um, the code breaker and kind of founder of computing. Um, and that uh, the Turing test is something that enables um, a device to tell whether the user is a computer or a human being. So capture codes, for example, where you have to click on fire hydrants in a photograph, uh, those kind of things um, is, is a Turing test. And apparently chat GPT can now pass the Turing test. So it's indistinguishable from a human, which is quite a thing. It's come a long way in just, um, I mean, I think chat GPT has, I don't, know, I don't know, I think it's been out for exactly over a year now or coming up to. So in a year, the leaps it's made, yeah. it says a lot. Yeah, it does. So what are the sort of ways that businesses are using AI to support them? Yeah, so many business owners are currently using many variety of different AI tools right now for their businesses. I mean, you know, one of the biggest things when businesses think of AI is 
maybe this will help reduce my operational costs. But I mean, it makes sense, you know, if um, what businesses can do, you know, we definitely do not advise this as some businesses we've seen are just asking AI tools to write content for them. And then they copy and paste that content onto their website. And that has a massive problem, actually, because as we've just mentioned, you know, the, the free versions cutoff is September 2022. It won't give you any information for 23. So if you're asking it to write you an article about SEO algorithms, you're going to get all the information from yeah. Unless you pay. Unless you pay. But if yeah. someone else, if a business owner is like, oh, I want, I also want to write the article on this. Let me use AI to help me. And they copy and paste ChatGPT. You've basically got everyone who's just copying and pasting from the same pool of information. So then there's a lot of duplicated content on the Internet. So you're actually just it's the same as just copying and pasting from Wikipedia. Essentially, that's what ChatGPT is. It's like um, AI Wikipedia. Um, but, yeah, no, business owners are using it a lot more. So. One thing that we know is, you know, Excel formulas is a very complicated thing. I personally don't understand how to do them properly, but ChatGPT is, you can ask it to help you with um, Excel formulas. It will ask you for what you need help with and give you very in-depth explanations. Um, one of the biggest things we've all seen is when it comes to rewording messages and emails, sometimes, um, in the, in, you know, in professional settings, people just don't know what tone of message to come across in an email or a message. Uh, ChatGPT or even the writing tools like Grammarly Go, they're really good for that because they will help you. So the writing assistants, you give them a piece of text and you tell them how do you like what kind of tone do you want from this text? And it will help you refine it, uh, give you word change suggestions, etc. So it's really good for that. Um, social media captions and hashtags. Um, like I mentioned before, you know, it comes to very small business owners, uh, one man bands, whatever. They sometimes just don't have time for social media. Social media is such a time demand, uh, time demand. And, you know, AI coming up with the actual captions and hashtags. It's a help. But remember, remember when it comes to the hashtags, it's giving you the best hashtags from September 2022 if you're on the free plan. So do keep that in mind when you're just using it to write content for you. Um as well, um, we've also seen just using it as a general learning tool. Um, I, I like to use AI as, you know, I can go and Google and search something and I'm giving a million web pages. But if I ask AI tools that exact same prompt or that question, it will just give it all to me in that one uh, form. So I don't have to click on multiple different links to find out. But yeah, there's loads of different ways businesses are using AI. And I implore many business owners to go out there, research, mess around with it. Um, these tools like ChatGPT are completely free. There's no there's no charge for the free plans as well. Um, Midjourney is a great one as well. Midjourney is a great tool because it designs you graphics based on the prompts you've given it. So very similar to ChatGPT. So I, I when I've used it, I feel like I'm a very fancy graphic designer. Obviously, I'm not. Cause I've just used um, AI to help me, but it helps um, fill a void in certain skill sets with people and businesses. Yeah. And I think a lot of. Um, organizations are incorporating AI into their standard offering. You mentioned um, graphics and images. I think I think Getty, uh, which is mm. probably owns the largest photo library in the world, they have just introduced an AI functionality in there. And of course, customer service with um, you know, bots that, yeah. that that interrogate a database and can answer questions. Yeah, I've been using them for a very yeah. long time. I mean, they're not always the best. Yeah. Um, my, from my personal experience, they're completely awful, but that's a great example as well. I mean, uh, I was reading on, uh, that, so 80% of Fortune 500 companies have employees that are using tools like ChatGPT in their daily workflow. Yeah. So that just shows you that some of the largest companies in the world, some of their employees are already implementing AI technology and tools within their workflow. 
But, you know, that comes within reason as well. You know, at Scaramangle, we have an AI policy in place for employees to follow so they know what can what they are allowed to use tools like AI tools for and what they're not allowed to use it for, which is very self-explanatory, you know, not copying basic directly. Yeah. Um so I think it's one thing that all businesses should probably have a policy or procedure in place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do obviously we do a lot of content creation and we do that um we do that um um, as humans, yeah. not using AI tools to create content. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're if you all relying on AI technology nonstop, you're losing that human touch. You don't have a human really behind the content. And it, it shows clearly if we were all just using AI technology to write our content for us, nothing would ever be unique anymore. Yeah, and uh, I, I think you've said many a time that you can you can tell when content has been yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I can from social media point of view, I can tell when a social media post has been done by a ChatGPT or not. It's very clear, very obvious. But maybe there's been times I haven't spotted it because yeah. it's just getting that much better. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, even HubSpot they posted an um, an article a while ago, and they said on average, um, using AI can save an employee two and a, two and a half hours of their daily workflow. Yeah. So I mean, that sounds amazing on paper, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, Microsoft have just introduced their tool. It's not rolled out completely, but um, Copilot, uh, which is aimed to help people using the Microsoft suite of products. So, yeah, mm. it's it's definitely all coming. Um, and obviously, one of the things that larger businesses can do, like you mentioned, the banks, is they they are also creating their own AI models, uh, perhaps building off existing technology, open source platforms, and, and building their own and training their own models with their own um uh, data sets uh, uh so yeah mm-hmm. it, it's it's um it's really across the board isn't it yeah but that i suppose leads me on to what are the ethical considerations do you think that businesses should bear in mind when uh, adopting ai yeah it, it's tough because it also can depend on the um sector of the business that you're working in um, you know, just going to use a marketing agency as an example, as you know, that's what we are here. Uh, marketing agencies, you know, one of the biggest things, you know, we offer services to clients that, that include having written content for clients. Um, there is nothing stopping certain companies out there from just AI generating this content, which, you know, as Scaramanga, all of our content, and I mean, all is handwritten by humans. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's that ethical point of view from a company's point of view. Do you tell your client that you're giving them AI generated work? Do you do you discreetly? You know, like there's no um, legislation in place really right now to kind of mm-hmm. prevent that. And I mean, legislation regarding social media is so far behind and social media is quite old at this point. Well, old for me, you know, I, I feel like when it comes to AI technology, it will be even further away. Um There is the ethical concern of um, employee morale in the sense of, is this AI tool that we're implementing within this company going to replace XYZ employees in the future? Um, the answer, I would say, is no. <laughs> it's not quite there yet. I mean, we've seen um, studies that indicate that AI is good, but it still needs human intervention right now. It's not that far progressed. Um, but, I mean, we also, if anything, we've seen... Sorry. <laughs> we've also seen... Um, the rise of newer jobs in the sense of like um, prompt engineers, mm-hmm. you know, there are now a um, demand of uh, people who can manage these AI tools effectively. And that, that's been seen as prompt engineers, you know, why I've mentioned how prompts work. Um, there's a lot of concerns depending on the sector you're in, of course. Um, 
you know, we, we've worked with clients all the way from like the academia industry as well, you know, and that's an industry where you would not want to use AI content in the slightest. So, um, I think the best way to phrase it is imagine if you yourself was being provided the service you offer, but it was all being done via AI and think about the ethical, would you like that product being sent to you? I think that's the best way for business owners to envision it. Excellent. Thank you very much, Kieran. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Any sort of summing up that you'd suggest? Um, I think ultimately, you know, it's a really interesting space right now. Um, It's, I'm not going to say it's new because AI technology has been around for a very long time. I mean, you know, in our day to day lives, we use it every day. Um, I don't know about you, but I have face ID recognition on my phone. You know, whenever I pick up my phone, it sees my face, it logs mm-hmm. me in. That That's AI right there. Um, even when we send emails, that's AI using social media. That's AI. You know, we use AI literally all the time as it is. Um And I think there was another study I, I was reading about and approximately, I think, over half of or nearly half of all businesses in the world are looking to incorporate AI technology within their corporation this year and next year. Now, of course, that means from the very low end of it all the way to, you know, like we're using Otter at Scaramanga as a meeting tool, which is even recording this and will be used to write the transcript for this meeting. Um, no, I, I, I really just encourage everyone and all business owners to go out there, use it for themselves. So especially the free ones, they're very easy to use as well. That's something worth mentioning. Uh, tools like ChatGPT are literally foolproof you cannot mess it up it is so so simple as well you know some of the more coding ai tools are a bit more complicated but again not too complicated so they're really foolproof anyone can use them go out there suggesting whenever we've done these talks we've got a lot of feedback saying that you know now i'm going to go away and mess with ai and then they always they sometimes get in contact with me saying oh i was messing over the weekend and i couldn't let go of it it was amazing um so yeah just go out there use it mess around with it and see how you think about it Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Karen. Thank you for having me. Thank you.